ground control to Christopher. He does these things just to upset me. <laughs> ground control no. to Christopher. Okay. Oh, oh, no. I can't no. do this. We can't. No. Oh. oh, man. I didn't I even get to finish the first line of the song. Because I had to shut you down. Take your protein pill? Put your helmet on? All right, all right, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> I'll stop it. Damn. Damn. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm just, you know, fing got fingers and pies, toes and pies, I, I toes and cupcakes. <laughs> I don't need to hear about your sex life. Stop it. It's weird. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. You know, fingering pies and whatnot. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of pie? Apple. I like an apple pie. I like all kinds of pie. I don't think there's a pie I don't like. Can you, is there any pie that you don't like? Um, everything that's not apple <laughs> or peach. <laughs> oh, love peach pie. Peach pie is delicious. Lemon pie is a little weird. Lemon yeah. meringue? Nope. I, I literally am a meat and potatoes kind of guy. So you'll eat I a like meat what pie. I like and I don't explore. So you'll eat a meat pie. Well, who doesn't like pot pies? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say who doesn't going. like a meat pie. <laughs> I and I'm not I will not be suckered into your bullshit. <laughs> What's, What's up, up Robbie? Robbie? <laughs> oh, Jake's you owe me a Coke. What's up, Robbie Bloodshed? <laughs> Robbie and I, we um last weekend we, we did uh we're we're doing this little show in Lodi. It was a lot of fun. We had a we had a good time. Hey Robbie, loved your uh, loved your feline nursery. That was fucking cool, right? Wasn't that cool? That was a good time. I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the seven inch. I better get one signed. Oh, funny, funny you should say that. Funny you should say that. Oh really? Um, but yeah, no, it was a good it was a good cover. It was a good cover. It's, uh, it's it, not a cover if the song doesn't exist. It's an original. It's yeah. a take on. It's not a interesting. cover. Interesting. Interesting you say that. That's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Um, so what are we talking about? We're talking about space horror. Amber likes French onion soup. Amber Hale. Yeah. And that is meringue. Yeah, no, I saw that. I, I didn't know. I didn't. I, I didn't understand what soup and lemon meringue have to do with each other. I didn't get it. She just she like she's letting us know that she likes. Oh, fair enough. Come on, it's a Danzig reference. Oh, I assume. And I not, didn't even th I didn't even put two. That's how slow I am. I I didn't even put two and two together like that. I'm like, is there such thing as French onion pie? That's freaking weird. Dude, That's you got the wrong. You have the wrong frame on here. What do you mean? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me switch that like this. You like it like that? No, the wrong frame. It says Jeff Rumis. Oh shit! Hold on, I could fix that in two seconds. We're so so raring to go. We forgot to change the frame. That's super simple to fix. He says we. It's all him. It's we. We do declare. So let's talk about space war. You want you want to start this off, or should I start this off? Um, you started off. It's your topic. Okay. Um, space horror. It's a very broad sort of horror. You know, there's a lot of different types of space horror. I mean, alien horror automatically fits into space horror because 
extraterrestrial, like all that stuff comes from space and it's a horrifying sort of element. So that's also going to play into space horror. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but so if you're, if you're not talking about aliens, then basically you're probably dealing with like uh, people on a marooned planet or in a maroon, like marooned on a spaceship or something. Or it's like uh, it's essentially everything that, you know, if the movie was taking place on the in the 1800s on a ship going across the ocean, the same sort of conflicts would be happening in outer space. Same sort of you could plug one conflict into the other. It's just in outer space. You know what I mean? So in a way, it's kind of like these timeless sort of uh, tropes that you will find in space horror and outer space films. What do you think of that? Fair. Now, yeah. Rob is asking, would killer clowns from outer space count? Oh, totally counts as space horror, duh, because they come from outer space. It would also be considered circus horror or clown horror as well. And I love that sure. movie. That's a great, that's a really fun movie. I wish we got, what's going on, Amy? Um, hey, Amy. I, I wish that we got, um, I wish we got that sequel or that Netflix show and it never came. Never friggin' came, dude. I want it. I want it, but it never came. So probably the most famous space horror film of all time is going to be Alien. Of course. Right? Yeah. What's going on, Ooh. Josh? Right hiss with fire in the sky. Yeah, I was going to bring that nice. one up. Nice. Fucking... One of the most terrifying, you know what's funny about Fire in the Sky? It's one of the most terrifying non-horror horror films out there. Like, you don't think of it as a horror film or a sci-fi film, really. It's just more of like, a, I don't know, in a weird kind of way, not true crime, but like, what's like the equivalent of like a true story being dramatized? That's more of... It's the dramatization. Dramatization, yeah. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. You know... I, you know, Amy, I expect just, I have to throw this out now. I expect Amy to pull some like serious stuff out of left field because she's good at that. She is good at that. I, I agree. Um, she knows her stuff. We might have to have her be a guest. Um, we, so, so the, probably the greatest space movie of all time or horror space movie is going to be Alien because not only does it cover, it covers three sort of bases, right? One, yeah. we've talked about this. It's a haunted house film in outer space, you know. Number two, you've got the alien, the xenomorph action going on, you know. And number three, you have conflict within the crew and corporate, like, corporate kind of greed. Like, you could make a movie about any which one of those things, but Alien has all three. So, in a way, Alien is kind of like the 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 base template for all of those things, you know, from which all things spring forth in that kind of way. What do you think? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, uh, I like what Aaron says here. He says, "Outer space is more scary. The whole feeling of claustrophobia. There's nowhere to run, and you can't go outside." Yeah, I mean, it's true. You're trapped in a you're trapped in a tin can. You're floating you're floating around in a tin can far above the the world. Planet Earth is blue and there's nothing else to do, you know? And <laughs> and that's it. Um He's rhyming. No, I'm not. I'm saying a David Bowie song. 
But um, still rhyming. Another another really great um, recent space film. I would even say The Blob is a space film. The Blob remake from '88. You could consider a space film. It's a terror that comes from outer space. Even though the outer space element's only in one part, it's still an extra sort of terrestrial thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get you. Um, Life was a really good space uh, space horror film that came out recently. I really enjoyed Life a lot. I don't know if you saw Life. Bought it, never watched it, still sitting there, probably still shrink wrapped. Oh, I'll man. You really need to check it out. It's really, I really great. Oh, wait. Amy brought up, you know, obviously aliens, alien and aliens. We're going yeah. to talk about those because well, we're going to talk about them. <laughs> well, we have to. There's like, it's it's kind of unavoidable. Well, alien is alien is alien. Alien is alien and aliens is aliens. Mm. But then you have a film like Galaxy of Terror, Roger Corman's. Wow. Why do we have to go there? Uh, because it's like, you know, because that's the thing about Alien is that it started to spawn every type of every type of outer space film can really trace its roots, roots back to Alien, which in turn can trace its roots back to Planet of the Vampires, you know, right? Mario Ooh. Baba. And right, oh, right. Howard the Duck. You know what? You know yeah, we'll count it. Say yes. Yeah, I'm going to count it. I, I count it as well, Josh. I, I, I think it is absolutely a um uh, a horror film. You would between... I think that Josh Josh wins the night with that one. <laughs> Jeffrey Jones, man. Jeffrey Jones is freaky yeah. deaky in that movie. Um so yeah, you usually have and then you know, you have these aspects of I personally I love I mean I love films that have aliens in them, but I love space horror when it really is just man against man in a really shitty crappy situation yeah night of the creeps automatically anything that comes from outer space would count i would think right you're automatically got to count night of the creeps some tom atkins action up in there you know super super staple we were talking and then you know i saw robbie brought this up before and this is what i this is this was sort of a game i wanted to challenge chris to so we have leprechaun 4 which if you have not seen leprechaun 4 this is like this is the oh it's so friggin' great it is really bonkers yeah venom too huh um leprechaun 4 it's just like it's one of those films like you can't believe that it was actually made like, this film actually exists. It does feature space marines, kind of like aliens, and it has an alien leprechaun in it, played by Warwick Davis, who not only plays the terrestrial Earth leprechaun, but also happens to play... Like, there's no explanation for why this leprechaun is in outer space. And you also have Miguel Nunez, who played Spider, and that other guy with the enchiladas, and Jason, he's isn't in... He the, isn't he the photographer who runs 7th House? Who? Oh no, that's Maurice Nunez. Never mind. No, Miguel. I'm confused. Uh, you got you got you're confused, dude. You are confused. Um, he uh, <laughs> no no no. He he plays Spider. You know who he is. I do. You know who he is. He plays Spider in Return of the Living Dead, and 
he's in Leprechaun 4, and that is like, it, it is really a bananas film. At one point, the Leprechaun grows to gargantuan proportions. And I'd say the other franchise that goes to outer space and does it better than any other franchise is Jason. I think my favorite Friday the 13th is Jason X. The fuck is wrong with you? Oh, it's hands down the best Jason film. Hands down, besides part six, part six and Jason X. It's really, really, really great. Oh, yeah, 10 Cloverfield why, Lane is great. Why do you test me? Dude, think about it. It's like I Jason. Don't, I don't need to think about you it. You do need to think no. about it. Let's look at the plot of Jason X. It's the it's hundreds of years into the future. Earth is no longer habitable. They, I think this was like the final throws of like dimension when it was like at its like height. Isn't it a dimension film or is it New Line? New Line, I don't even know. I think it's dimension, but I'm not sure. It's Jason killing people up in space and having sex instead of killing people down here. Yeah, but he has he has like he has like nanite technology that rebuilds Jason and makes him a better killing machine and you know they yeah like earth has been abandoned they go down to earth down to crystal lake these these like archaeologists they they thaw out jason jason gets revitalized and becomes yeah the look ballad says it's the 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 liquid nitrogen kill is awesome they they um uh with that that geeky it's guy okay. it's, it's okay. a, it is really really fun but here here's here is my challenge to chris let us take I have two franchises that I want to that I want to pitch. I have I have good pitches for okay. for space sequels to these two franchises. But let, first one is a nightmare on Elm Street in space. I would call it a nightmare in space. Right. Here's how it's going to go. In in all these outer space films, you have you have the um, hibernation chamber, right? The hypersleep tube. So what happens is bunch of people they go into they're in outer space they're traveling at light speed they go into the hyper sleep tube and one by one in their sleep they start getting knocked off by freddy krueger now but here's the big question chris and this is what i want to and we'll ask the audience as well i'm not sure is it is jay is freddy tied to planet earth like, can you have Freddy in outer space? Does it make sense? Do his powers of the dream world extend beyond the earthly realm? It has to, because all they all come from just people dreaming, so it really doesn't matter. Okay. Um, in any case, they now are racing against time. They have to decide. They're all the the whole movie takes place while they're sleeping. Okay, they're 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 sleeping and they they. They have this like communal virtual reality sleep neural net that allows them to interact with each other in their dreams. And one by one, they're getting knocked off and they all have to decide to team up together to try and knock Freddy out of maybe he's maybe he's haunting the 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 hyperspace machine that that causes them to sleep. And they have to, he's like a virus, and they have to kick him out of the machine in order to save themselves because they can't wake up because they're traveling between planets. It's like light years. Like if they wake up, they're fucked. So they have to, they have to uh, remain asleep while battling Freddy and kicking him out of the spaceship. What do you think? You know what I'm going to say. What are you going to say? Uh, no. 
Okay, how would you do it? What would I you do? I wouldn't do anything in space, but I told you that I would come up with something. Okay. So, yeah. Jaws in space. Ah! <laughs> living, oh my god. Living in the tail of a comet. Okay. Because it's gaseous. So, okay. Flying by a space station, it keeps fucking with the space station. Who's aboard? Descendants of the Brodies. Not just Brody. If you're gonna do something stupid, go full <laughs> tilt. Brodies, Hoopers, Quints. Oh my god. Who don't know each each other until they start doing research in, you know, in their middle second act going into the third act and realize there's a connection between them or their families and this fucking shark. I love Quint that. Quint, of course, is in charge of the station. I I love that so much. I think that's incredibly creative, and I fully, I greenlight it. That's what we should say on the show from now on when you want to endorse someone's pitch or someone's take on something. I greenlight that. That's my validation <laughs> of oh what my. you just said. It's it's good. That's good. How about this? <laughs> How about this? How about Ballad supports it? How about what? How about yeah, John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars? That is a really goofy movie, really goofy fun. Um, yeah, Invasion of the Body Snatchers for sure. Okay, here's mine. Ready? Here's one more Chucky in Space. Chucky in Space. How does it happen? The spirit of Charles Lee Ray winds up in a some sort of um. A Mars rover that looks like a little Chucky doll. Like it's not exactly Chucky. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a small sort of doll-like robot apparatus that astronauts on Mars use to like mine for rocks. Uh, Chucky, you know, just like in part two, going into part three, like his whatever his melted goo finds its way into the circuits of this of this uh, Martian Rover doll, and then the Martian Rover doll, which they think is just, you know, not sentient, is knocking off uh, Martian Martian astronauts one by one. And Chucky, obviously, is trying to find his way into uh, the, the body of someone. But how about instead of this time, as it turns out, um, one of the astronauts is pregnant. I know it's like typically you don't see that. You get uh yeah, exactly. Daniel's got it. Like Wally, Chucky. Chuck e. oh right? My. I love that. I love that. Fuck yeah. And so Chuck E, that's what you would call it. It would be called Chuck E. And um the, this pregnant astronaut, uh Chuck E is trying to possess the fetus. He wants to possess the fetus so that he could be born. A new in in the new flesh. All hail the new flesh. So new that's flesh. What, that's what. Do you wow. green light it? Do you green light it? For you, sure. For you, All right. sure. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. We do have to talk about the thing for sure. Absolutely. And you know, speaking of the thing, I I talked about this with Chris privately one day. I rewatched that prequel, the thing prequel, and you know when it came out. I was I hated it. It was really like panned in general. But upon rewatching it, apart from the bad CGI that has not aged well, it actually 
is a pretty friggin' good little prequel. And you that's know? why I tell you, fuck critics. Because they these are the same people. Okay, short tangent, but yeah. these are the same people going around today saying Halloween Kills is a failure, even though it's made a hundred almost a hundred and thirty million dollars so far on a twenty million dollar budget. In no place in the world is that a fucking failure. So stop with your with your bullshit. I won't I didn't use even know the that. phrase, but just stop with your bullshit. <laughs> yeah, every, everywhere you go, it's failure. You know, terrible. Blah blah blah. Didn't hmm. deliver. It's like it delivered enough. It hmm. made a shitload of fucking money, Listen, and will continue to make more. I will say this: they said that you know the movie is called Halloween Kills, and People died. A whole Can't lot of deny them. that. Really hardcore on you Halloween. Can, yeah. There you go. You cannot so, deny that. Ooh, space Sharknado. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, because you have space tornadoes. <laughs> you have space tornadoes that space sharknado. No, you have a space tornado that touches down on planet Earth. And then sweeps, yeah, sweeps up a bunch of sharks that then are basically getting seeded throughout the rest of the upper atmosphere and landing. So basically, these these sharks are are, are kind of like they're almost like little warheads that touch down, and you uh, need what's his face with the with the chainsaw to uh, oh sort of stop this from happening, Steve. Yeah, 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 Steve from nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, I don't know what he thinks he's doing. He's Steve. Who has who has a franchise that we can turn into a space franchise? Yeah, what's another horror franchise that needs a space sequel that we have? Space sequel. Yeah, that's what I want. I mean, uh, Hellraiser, which I did not see this one. I know there's one in space already, so that doesn't. And that one's that one's cool. Is it? I think. Oh fuck yeah! Evil Dead in space. Of course there would be. Oh my um, god! Can you imagine Ash in space? It would be Planet of the Nomicon. That would, it would be the Planet Nomicon. That's what it would be. Like touchdown. Okay, so Ash touches down with some other astronauts. They find the Necronomicon on Mars, and it basically turns into Ghosts of Mars. Ghosts of Mars is basically Evil Dead on Mars. What is the first right? space horror film? No, Robbie's in it with Teenagers from Outer Space. What year was Teenagers from Outer Space? In the 50s. Sometime in the 50s. And Planet of the Vampires? Uh, in 63 was Planet Three, right? of the Vampires. Okay. Yeah. But I don't think you can, I wouldn't call Teenagers from Outer Space a horror film at all. It's a. It's a sci-fi. I mean, it's just like a sci-fi B movie. What's 1959 ballad? Oh, well, the blob, the blob. Well, we don't know where the blob comes from in the original 58 version. Hmm. So I don't know. They they never tell you that you only it, it comes from outer space in the 1988 sequel, but not in the original. Not in the original 50s version. Holy crap, though. I'm trying to think. I'm, hmm. I'm pretty sure. That Ghosts of Mars is essentially Evil Dead in outer space. It kind of is, like not not exactly, but pretty darn close. Yes, the faculty, for sure, yeah, for sure. Definitely. I would call that space horror. I mean, are we conflating? Here's the thing, guys: Are we conflating 
are, are are we confusing alien horror with space horror? I feel like aliens come from outer space, therefore that makes it space horror. Like you would put an alien sure, horror film. Thing. Yeah, I feel like that would that all gets lumped together. It's okay. I I feel like it it's acceptable, or we can say space horror or alien horror. Um, I guess uh, what? How do you pronounce it? Extro. Oh my the extra, god! The extra series That's without warning. Um, the brain, which I haven't no. seen, but I know that that is for sure would would fall into that category. Oh, critters. Yeah, definitely. Critters, definitely. man. That's a really fun series. Really fun. Critters in space. Yeah, Critters in Space, the fourth one. Although, oh, you want to know what's funny about Critters is that even though the fourth one is in outer space, like, the whole series is very space-oriented, even all the way going back to the first one because it had bounty hunters, it had intergalactic bounty hunters in it, you know? All right, Daniel's saying some really cool shit right here. He's saying, I heard that Ghosts of Mars was originally supposed to be Escape from Mars with Kurt Russell as Snake Plissken. I what year was so that? 2001 i so hope that's true it's possible because what happened was deborah hill was in charge of the whole snake bliskin franchise right right um they came out with the with the comic series they mm -hmm. you know you got the special edition dvd yep i have that they were gearing up for novels that there was a big push happening escape from earth and then it just well she died and when mm. she died, everything stopped. They live. And so it's possible. They yeah. live, yep. I you know, that's a movie that we never got the sequel to. Like where they live. Like, yeah, like I wanna see where they come from. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to they see that with, planet. Well, they live was a failure, so I know no it's sequel. a shame. It, yeah, but I mean it had it had legs. You know, it's a cult classic. It, I think it's worthy of a sequel at this point. Yeah, Slither. I mean, Slither is essentially Slither is essentially a what's it called? Um, like a, a sort of reimagining of of Night of the Creeps or very similar yeah. share spiritual. I would say they're spiritual companion films to one another. Um, of course, Pitch Black, which we've discussed on the show um, but is a really great example of space horror, per perfect example of space horror because it's not just it's and it's it follows that same sort of formula that Alien does, where it's not just oh uh, you know inhabitants of a ship versus an alien, it's people versus people, it's people versus nature, and it's people versus monster all at the same time. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Like you have all these obstacles. Not only are they concerned about these flesh-eating creatures, they're also worried about Reddick, who's a convict, and they also have to cross, you know, this harsh terrain to get to a ship that could possibly get them off the 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 rock that they're on. What's going on, crazy white boy? Um, Plan Nine from Mars. I never heard of that one. Plan Nine, you know, Plan Nine from really? Space. Really? Is Amy pulling out something that I've never heard of? I've never all, heard ever? of it. I have never heard of it. We yeah. have questions, Amy. Please. We do. Elaborate. Um, and we've talked about, of course, the the alien versus aliens, and how you can't one is not better than the other. 
They're two completely different films with two completely different tones. As a matter of fact, our first conversation on a podcast was was had this in the discussion. We ultimately how I said that Aliens is not very good movie overall. (laughs) Did you say that? Yeah. Well, here's here's my thing for anybody who missed it. It's not that I don't like aliens. Of course I do. I'm not a fucking moron. However, Alien is about the alien and how deadly it is. It's fucking nine feet tall. And this one thing can destroy everything. We have an entire fucking whatever building station filled with them. And we're able to take them out with, you know, firepower and a fucking robot. I mean, let's face it. What Aliens is, is James Cameron going, ooh, bigger, bigger, bigger for three fucking hours. It takes him three hours and less subtlety to do what Ridley Scott did in two. But but we also discussed how it continues, um, that it carries some deep themes in it and continues uh, what is sort of explored in Alien with the mother theme and how they... You thought that was deep. I don't disagree with you. No, you thought that I was deep too. Well, Go back, I, play the tape again. You were blown away to, by that. I'll have to, I was not blown away. You were impressed. You Yes, I, I forgot your words. I forgot your words, but well, you were We're going to have to go back to that because <laughs> we you know will. what it is? That's the dad in you talking. No. I'm not say, again, not saying it's not good. It's just For, Alien me, is five times better. Let me let me repeat what I what I said on that first episode was this. I'll keep okay. it very short and brief. Basically, you know, we go from this theme of, you know, there's a lot of themes prevalent in the original Alien, including that of R.A.P.E. and stuff like that. And this idea that here's this computer called Mother that's basically letting, you know, its children that it takes care of on the ship in hypersleep or whatever uh, okay. fall prey to this this creature that has a giant, you know, penis that comes out of its mouth and, like, punches a hole in you. You know what I mean? So it's very yeah. sort of, like, phallic and Freudian and whatnot. And then... Aliens sort of flips that on its head with varying themes on motherhood from the aliens. They show that the aliens themselves have a mother that is the queen and Ripley. uh, We learn that she was a mother and that her daughter died while she was frozen for 57 years. And then she adopts Newt and becomes a mother again and has to rescue uh, her newly adopted daughter from the aliens and faces off mother against mother, get away from her, you bitch, you know? And so you have this whole sort of like theme of motherhood from all these different aspects. And so I really think they are perfect. They're, they're almost perfectly complementing each other, except alien doesn't know that it's a complimentary film while aliens does because alien came first and is not aware of where the story is going to go. But James Cameron is fully aware of the original film. And therefore, as you know, Chris said, bigger, everything's bigger, everything's expanded. Everything is sort of uh, fleshed out. Hey, where did the aliens come from? Oh, queen alien of course which is you know probably the most brilliant use of bigger i could think of so you know 
<laughs> okay. Um, color out of space. Oh yeah, dark skies. Yeah, man, that was really good. That's with uh, Julian. What's her face? The redhead. Um, she's in Boogie Nights. What's her name? Julianne, Julianne Moore. Moore. Yeah. yeah, I think that's with Julianne Moore, and like she has like a kid, and then I don't want to say the twist because it's a really good twist if you have not I seen didn't it. See it. Oh, great twist. Um, Color Out of Space. You know, I wanted to like this so bad. It has all the things that I love. I love H.P. Lovecraft. I love Nicolas Cage. I love Magenta. But like I just it did not it did not land the um, it, it didn't land for me at all. <coughs> what did you think of Color Out of Space? Didn't watch it. I don't I don't think you need to, to be honest. I, I don't either. I would have watched it by now. I just don't think um, I, I I don't think it, you know, it was supposed to be the great return of Richard Stanley. Um, and yeah, it was no. not Dude, yeah. hardware, just hardware. Hardware is great. Just I hardware. like hardware, too. I like hardware. That's, I'm glad that's you know the only that. Richard Stanley. Oh, well, of course. I saw it in a fucking theater, for Christ's sakes. That's the of... only Richard Stanley movie you need. Yeah, Dust Devil is not good. No, it's not. And um, I don't know. We we can't judge I Live Dr. Moreau because it never happened, really. So I like the one that we got. <laughs> why? Oh, my God. This is it's why really we good. fight so much because he's out of his fucking mind. No, no it's, it's not really, really good. good. It is really good. It's really good. Yes, yeah, Starman, John Carpenter, Starman. Fire in the Sky is not off topic. Josh from RiotStickers.com uh, brought that up. Why? And be no, I'm saying it's not off topic because. Yeah, it's... but why would you say who said it was? What did no, I miss? no, no, no. Oh, this oh, guy oh. Buzz is saying that it is. And I'm saying oh. no. Oh, OK. No, it's fire in the sky. Is... We got somebody watching from Guana, West Africa. Precisely Dabala. What's up, Christian? Thanks for joining us from West Africa. Um, you got any favorite space horror films you want to drop on us? Um, alien abduction incident at Lake County. Oh, 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 oh. All right. Game. Hold on a second. Game of Thrones girl with the red hair. What's her name? Um, Who plays Ingrid? Yeah. She's wait, in that Ingrid? movie. You know what I'm talking about? That movie? No. Yes, you do. With the hun no, Oh, it's don't. called Honeymoon. Honeymoon. Oh, oh, that girl. Well, you say red hair. I'm thinking of what's her face. Yeah, I've seen Honeymoon. Honeymoon was was pretty good. Oh, I thought it was really good. Really good alien film. It didn't make me sick. I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought yes. Oh my God, Species. Of course. How could we be forgetting about Species? A great example from the '90s. And I'll tell you, talk about going bigger in the best kind of way. Species does it really well. Species two. It's like, where do you go? Where do you go with species, right? Like, how do you expand on that? Well, you have another astronaut go. It's essentially the origin story of Venom. You have another astronaut go to Mars, picks up uh, an alien and becomes the, the male version of her. And then they have to keep them from fucking because the brood would just destroy everybody. Gr love species, too. Big fan. Species is good, too. But species, too, is... Great, get some Michael Madsen action in there, and whatnot. A lot of good, lot of good picks here, guys. A lot of good picks here. I'm trying to see what else. 
of oh, of course, um, signs. You know, here's what I don't understand about signs, which has a great that when they pause the um, TV on the alien on the on the in Brazil. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. That is a that is really really freaky deaky, and also yeah. you see the hand out of the door. I mean that makes you that really makes you you jump right. Um, but here's what I don't understand: Why would these aliens? invade a planet that's covered in water if it's their big weakness they have the technology to travel to planet earth but they didn't bring suits that could keep them away from water does the humidity not hurt them in the atmosphere like i did not i just too big of a too big of a thing to 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 ignore for me you're over you're overthinking it as you know, I don't know. That is so egregious. It's not to be believed. It's not to be believed. Um, but, you know, signs, man, signs. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that for a dollar overall. It's a good film. It's got a nice emotional core to it. It was filmed in Daniels, practically filmed that- in his backyard. No, I have not seen. I have not. I'm not going to even read this comment because I have not seen a AHS double feature yet. I'm very excited. I just finished the anthology. I've been catching up on TV shows. I'm watching uh, what we do in shadows. I just finished you, um, and I'm watching. Uh, I watched the anthology, the American Horror Story anthology or American Horror Stories, um, but I have not seen the new season yet. Uh, I will at some point. Um, yes, Supernova. Wow, with James Spader and Angela Bassett from 1999. That's a fun wow. one. Haven't that's thought about that. Too. Haven't thought about that in a long time. Wow, that's a good one. I've never seen it. I just like the fact that somebody brought it up because nobody talks about that movie. It's good. It was. I've good. never seen it. So yeah, it's got an interesting. But I do. Little... I do appreciate. I do appreciate you like deep cuts. I man, that was a magical the 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 late nineties, early two thousands was a magical time for all sorts of films in general. And definitely got some interesting stuff. I wish that we could talk about Galaxy Quest, but it's not I wouldn't it's obviously it's not horror. However, I would love to see the horror version of Galaxy Quest. That would be interesting. Imagine that. Hmm. That could be cool. I think that would be cool. Yes, the Giver, the Giver wow. is a space movie with Mark Hamill. Never watched it because I I watched the anime, so I didn't want to see a live action. But yes, I remember Mark Hamill was in that. I would, you know, Ballad. I, that's really stretching it. I would not count the Mist personally. They're interdimensional. I wouldn't count it as space horror per se, though. It, it's not. It doesn't. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna allow it. I'm not gonna allow it. I mean, it's a great film. I know that Ballad loves the Mist. He was when he came on the show that one time. Popped his head in. He's talking about how much he loved the Mist, but I wouldn't call it. Um, I wouldn't call it space horror. It's filmed in and around various towns in Bucks County. The house is built on a campus. Oh, you have War of the Worlds, right? Yeah. The Spielberg version, which is right. What you don't like that one? No, I don't. I really liked it, and I was horrified by you know. I never really 
thought in my head i said why on earth like what do they do what do they what do they do with the people once they get them on those things and they they blend them into blood and then spray them on everything it's like really really fucked up oh we got a ooh webcam hd it looks like we're getting botted we are wow yeah, that's right that's what i say Robbie always notices on Instagram when someone says like, uh, you know, uh, uh, promote with us or a hundred more followers. I always say, fuck you, pay me. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, pay. Yo, how do we get rid of this? Oh my God. All right. Hold on. Ballad. Ballad. I'm making you a mod and I want you to boot this, boot this mother effer. Hold on one second. I'm deputizing ballad real quick. I did this with Rue once totally worked um well, look at that there we are he's been deputized in simple celluloid as well yeah um, the go-to for he is the go-to um Amy, Amy a quiet brought it back from overdrive a quite well yeah yeah uh, yeah definitely this is true hold on one second I'm gonna here you go. Let's fix this right now. Uh, boom, there he is. All right. Ballad, you awesome. now have the ability to do that. I think he already did it. It says message deleted by... Oh, Rue did it. Well, now you now I have both. Thanks, Rue. I didn't see you were there. Yes! This The Quiet Earth. I've never seen The Quiet Earth. Oh, I have not seen it. It's good stuff. What's up, Pete? Pete says 2001 a Space Odyssey. I recently learned I found there was this really cool clip about with Stanley Kubrick discussing the whatchamacallit, the end of the so film and what it's really about. It's pretty interesting. Thank you, sir. I didn't see that Rue was in the chat. What's up, Rue Morg? Um, yeah, A Quiet Place, that was, yeah, it's aliens and they're invading and stuff, but... Split second. Never seen it. What? What? With Wrecker Howard? Nope. You never saw Split Second? I love how you're saying that to me, but you've never seen Supernova. No one saw fucking Supernova as a fucking so I bomb. So? Split second. Oh, yes. Enemy, all right. Enemy Mine is just an it, outer space film, but it's really good. It's Actually, fight ones in space. I gotta tell you, Enemy Mine was. I I recently revisited it. I hadn't seen it in years, and it just mm -hmm. holds up so well. It's such a good film. It's like it's pretty much one of the most perfect outer space films ever made. I really, I really believe that. It's really, really good. When was the last time you watched that? Really great. Um, when I was like 12. Louis Grassa Jr., friggin' amazing, amazing performance. What's up, bro? Uh, I'm yeah, sorry. District I'm still, 9. I'm still processing fucking you don't know what split second is. I never heard of it. I, oh, fuck you. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's so offended. I He's am, so mad. I could be more. You know what? You know what? 
fucking Starship <laughs> Troopers. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Starship yeah, Troopers. Starship How did we not say that one? Because I was too busy listening to your bullshit. <laughs> you you know, heard of? I wish we got a whole, there's a whole bunch of movies, Starship Trooper movies, but we never got like a proper studio follow-up sequel. And I wish we did. I wish that they put all the money into just doing a follow-up sequel. I mean, there's so many places you could have gone with that. And yes, yeah. it's supposed to be like a farce parody of like fascism and whatnot. But like, if you want to just look at it from the top, most candy coated outer layer of just, you know, whatever, then it totally works. It's totally great, in my opinion. I agree. I did that movie. Yeah. All right. Hold up. What am I looking at? Split second. Um, the poster actually does look a little familiar to me. It should. Huh. There's the alien. Okay, so what's it about? It's a ba- bounty hunter all. movie? Yeah. Um, he's, I forget what he is, but he's teamed up with another cop, and there's this alien creature that he's hunting. Kim Cattrall's on it, she's got a, the sides of her head shaved, because this is like right after, um, Star Trek Six Undiscovered Country. Hmm. It's raining. It's ugly. They would like Blade Runner meets Alien. That's what Split Second is. Pete is saying that the sequel to E.T. was supposed to be a horror film. I have never heard that. Is that true? Nor, I've never heard that either. Man, what would that look like? I, I Okay, so here's what it would be. I'll tell you what it would be. It would be an E.T. invasion. They're super pissed about how their, the E.T. was treated and all the other little whatever the fuck you want to call those things. Um, friggin' invade Earth, and it turns into War of the Worlds. So it's War of the Worlds, but with little ET creatures. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. 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 I'm intrigued. Yeah, me too. Event Horizon. Great film, which we were supposed to get. Always are in space. We were supposed to get uh, the full version of it, <clears throat> and they just could not track down the elements, which is so sad to me, truly, because, I mean, that's like one of those, that's one of those films where everybody is, you know, it's revered, you know? Oh, here we go. So, so... Ballad says, I read some Reddit theory about signs, aliens that are demons exiled to hell. Huh. Interesting. For humans, hell is a wasteland inundated with fire, populated by demons that live in harmony with fire, who may torment us. For aliens, hell is a land inundated with water. Whoa. That works. Interesting. That works for me. I like. Daniel's... Hold on. Um, Amy, yes. Kim Cattrall is in split second. And she's awesome as she always is. Hmm. Let's see. Um, During production, Starship Troopers had working title Bug Hunt at Outpost 9. They decided to add the names and trappings from Helen Henlon's novel. Yeah. That was a smart move. 
the novel is way it's different. Yeah. There's a there's a CGI TV show that was from the 90s, I think, and that in and of itself was more accurate to the novel, which features other aliens besides the bugs. Yes, Screamers. Wow. That's a good Screamers one. is really great. Although saw, that in the, saw that in the theater. Never saw it again, but I dug that. Jennifer Rubin and Peter Weller. Holds, yes. Peter Weller's really great in it. Holds up really well. They smoke cigarettes. That, yo, Inde- how can we not, how can we forget about Independence Day? Like, just. It's forgettable. <laughs> no, it's, it's so great. Oh, my God. What was last time? It's such a 90s film, too. It's so, like, it's such a 90s film. And it and it got a sequel. You know, there was this trend. It took forever to get the sequel, and the sequel is a piece of shit. Yeah, but there's a trend of taking movies from the mid-90s and giving them a follow-up sequel, like, 30 years later or 20 years later. It's, like, really friggin' weird. Love and Mars Attacks. Cheap, cheap IP. I did not like Mars Attacks. I was disappointed by it. I, I you know, get into it. I need to re I, that was a staple for me growing up. I really need to revisit it, and it's been I need many, to many revisit years. It just to give it another chance. Let me, yeah. um, um, yeah, no, Planet of, the, Planet of the Vampires is is certainly on the list. We did touch on it a couple of times. Um, I, you know, I wish that we can include it because it's not horror per se, but Planet of the Apes is absolutely space horror adjacent, if not for. The horrifying notion of returning to your planet and realizing that you're three thousand years in the future, and that everything is gone. That know? ending turns it into a horror movie. Yeah, that kind ending, of. just like the ending of Seven, turns it into a horror movie. If nothing else does. It's funny how people don't think of Seven as a horror film, but it it's really a is. It really, 100%. really is. But no, everybody thinks of it as like a, a thriller. But, you know, what is a thriller under another name but horror, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, we, we mentioned They Live for sure. It's there. Oh, hell yeah. Um, Solaris. Yes uh, and no. no. Is that okay. the one where they're the remake on the... With George, well, I'm talking about the remake with George, with George Clooney. Clooney? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, V. Oh, my God. V. Okay, Fuck first yeah. of all, I have to tell you something. They oh. did. They did. Wait, wait. Where's V? Um, They did <laughs> Planet of the Gapes. <laughs> That's that a different good. movie. That's a different movie. Planet of the Gapes is a different movie. <laughs> and it is a horror film. <laughs> Yo, V. Darian Kane is in that. Um, V is really great and it got a it got like a follow up slash remake requel TV show. Um, what, what a dude, it was great, it was great, and they never finished it. And I was really, really sucked. upset. That's why it didn't no, it, I enjoyed it, you, I really, okay. really enjoyed it. Okay, hard stance on this, they v were really was scary and brilliant. Final yes. Battle was pretty good, yeah, Series I like Final was Battle, a piece of shit. Yeah, Maybe Final Battle's the best one. Final Battle by far was the best one. I agree what? on that. Yeah. It was so lackluster. It was written What, Final ass. Battle? Yes. No, Final Battle was good, dude. I didn't, say it, was, I didn't say it wasn't good, but it's not the best. B is, B is better than B, the Final Battle. Final Battle was rushed, and he didn't even get to do what he wanted to do, so he didn't even do it. I want to see like a straight 
Like, who do you put V, whose hands do you put V and then have them do a, like, a really great remake? Like, I wouldn't let anybody fucking touch it. I Ridley, would never let anybody fucking touch it. Ridley Scott or the guy who just did Dune and Blade Runner 2049? Fuck no. Yeah, give him no. V. Give it I to him. Give, him v. give One, it to him. He could not. First of all, <laughs> he could not relate to the whole. Here's the thing with him. I like him for what he does, but I wouldn't give him something like B. He's not an action guy. He's too abstract. He's too artsy. I wouldn't give him fucking B. No fucking way. Kenneth Johnson is the only person who should do B. And it's been done. So let him do some sort of you can you can update it. You could re redo it. Don't want to update it. It needs to not be updated. It needs to keep the whole okay, here's how I'm gonna liken it. It needs to keep the whole theme of reflection of Nazism in it with the Jews. So in which case we have to sorta of kind of make it period because we're getting very far away from World War Two. Hmm. And, you know, you have to yeah. keep it period. In the same way, if you remade Jaws, you'd have to keep it period. You update Jaws, you lose the Indianapolis speech. You which couldn't is tell Jaws today. The heart. You that know, is the heart. That thing. I agree. But why is it the heart? Why is it the heart? It's the heart. Because it, because it is it is the, the one point in the movie. Yes, you have Brody's family and all these other things, but that little moment is the part that makes it fucking real it's personal and it's real and that's the part where you have to sit there and go okay take this seriously but it also it also turns the story on its head because suddenly we're we we it it's revealed to us that quint is a little bit insane or it shows the insanity of quint because what does he say Right, but what does he say at the end? It turns into it essentially turns into a Moby Dick is what it does you know, with the shark. I'll never put on a life jacket again. Right. He says I'll never put on a life jacket again. So when they when the when the shark starts ramming them and they starts to realize that they are like probably going to get into the water, he doesn't care about either either Brody or Matt Hooper and he's like he smashes the communications. He goes, "We're going to take the shark down or we're going to die doing it." And he's just in it. And that yeah. story, that story is what informs those motivations. Absolutely. Ballad said, Ballad said, Ballad loves talking about Mike Flanagan. I'd really yes, love to make a horror movie in the Star Wars universe. That's what Mike Flanagan said. I'm down. I'll watch that. I would definitely watch that. Check out the book. V, the second generation sequel to the original that. miniseries ignores it, the final battle. Hmm. Um, they did a novel with zombies in the Star Wars universe. I never heard of that. That's crazy. I'd be interested to hear how that goes. Do I believe Travis Walton's story? Travis Walton's the guy from Fire in the Sky who he's like a lumberjack or something who gets abducted. And again, the story is what, what's so scary. And the film is very much it's more about it's more a PTSD film than anything else in a way. I and know. we get to I you see know, that. We can like we relive what he goes through and like we see his experiences. Do I believe him? I mean, I don't know. Like, here's the thing about like that, that basically what you're saying is, do you believe in aliens? And do I do you believe that aliens have come here? Here's the bottom truth about aliens. 
if you be- if you believe in math, if you believe in statistics, and how many billions of planets or st- stars, whatever the hell, everything that's out there, statistically, it would be impossible for there not to be life just like us somewhere else in the universe or the galaxies of which the universes are in, right? So on some statistical level, there has to be life. Then within within that probability, how what is the chances that that life can then travel from wherever they are to us? And would we have met them? Would we know them? Would they be so advanced that they wouldn't even want to let us know that we're here? And to that, I would simply say this: like, doesn't can an ant process what a human being is? But yet, human beings live among ants. So if a if a creature could come from the other side of the galaxy and have that kind of technology, then it's very possible that we might be ants to said creature and we might not even notice that they're here. So is Travis, is Travis's story possible? Yeah, it's possible. Um, Do I think he's lying? I mean, I honestly, I, the truth is, I just don't know. I don't know. Um, I do believe in aliens though, based on that, you know, just that logical statistics, you know, would, would, dictate that aliens have to exist on some level you know exactly i believe it you know i believe in him like i believe in you know magic all that stuff you know what i mean i, yeah. I give everything a fair a fair shake you know well that's the isn't that the best part of the thor movie where he's like yours uh our science is your magic or something yeah something like that which, Which I think, is, it, I mean, well, that's how I that's how I choose to look at because I don't believe in a god per se. Yeah, you know, I'm well versed. Well, you just went. You just got muted. You're on mute. I think you muted your. Did you press the M button by accident? I can't hear you at all. Can you guys hear Chris? Chris, say test one, two, three or something. You can hear me. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. Yeah, he can hear me. Can you guys, do you guys hear Chris right now? Am I the only one? Waiting for a response. Um, yeah, Droid says he can't hear you. Did something get disconnected, possibly? Yeah, riot stickers can't hear you. Yeah, Amy can't hear you. Daniel can't hear you. Huh. It's like it just cut out. I I can't hear. Hold on, let me see what happens when I hide you from the stream real quick. All right, one, two, three. Let's bring him back in. Hello. All right. Chris, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna boot you super quick. Come right back in. Ready? I'm gonna kick you. One second. Come back in. Wait. Oh, there you are. I just heard you. Hello? Oh, he's gone. Shit. All right. He'll come back in two seconds. Um, and we'll hear uh, what he was gonna say. Um. We have to do an aquatic horror at some point. Yes, the uh, the black hole and tidal wave scenes are very scary in are very scary in whatchamacallit. Hello. You got me? Yeah. Okay. What were you saying? What were you saying about your belief in higher oh, power? 
Um, yeah, I don't believe in gods, but in, in reference to what you were saying, yeah. if somebody came from another planet, yeah, and they had technology that we um, don't have, right? They're gods to us. If we went back in time with our fucking cell phones and PlayStations and bullshit, we're yeah. gods. Yeah. So that's how I choose to look at it. You know. Yeah. It's just people came. They had shit we didn't have. We, you know, oh my god, we freaked out. They're gods. Yeah, they might they have been evolved. Stuff. They might have evolved exactly. into something else. Ballad says we tend to posit humanoid characteristics to aliens when they would be completely out of our frame of reference. It's like. Imagine trying to explain the internet to an ant. Like, be like, hey, ant, do you... I think you are not being very, very generous to ants, dude. (laughs) We don't know. know. Yeah, but, like, it's, like, kind of, like... It's kind of, like... It's kind of crazy if you think about, like... Think about it like this, too. You are thousands and thousands of times older than an ant. Like... Right. You are... You are... You might as well be Galactus to an ant. You know what I mean? And it's oh just kind of like that the fact that there might be something else out there that's Galactus to us is very possible to think that we are at the top of this whatever, you know, this chain, I think, is really sort of like egotistical and foolish to believe. I think that there I can't tell you what it is, but I just don't think we are the be all end all. That's what I mean. That's really what it comes down that's to. Right. Um, and I was going to say this before we got into that. And Chris brought it up because me and Chris share a fucking brain. Um, actually, no, I was not going to say this one, I was, but yes, Hangar 18, I would agree completely. Um, what I was going to say is Apollo 18. Oh, is that, um, yeah, that's when they go to the moon, right? Yeah, and the little yeah. crab creatures and shit. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was, that was awesome. pretty good. I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> um, the black hole. Yeah, Chris Ooh. is here. Hello, yeah, Chris. What's up, Chris? Um, I need to rewatch A Bug's Life. I've seen A Bug's Life very recently. Why, Ballard? With, Why? with my children. Oh, 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 no. He's talking about A Bug's Life is a... No, it's a documentary. Am I right, Ballard? It's a documentary that focuses on macro photography um, in the world of in- insects. Um. Robbie says, this is so random, but space horror. I would love to see a horror version of my favorite Martian with Christopher Lloyd. I mean, we almost kind of got that a little bit in that remake of my favorite Martian, which was really fun remake. That was Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. And it continues the TV series. It like is almost like a sequel to the TV series as well. Mm. Yeah. Annihilation. That bear. Oh, my God. Stop it. Fuck that movie. Yeah, but that oh bear was great. Yeah, the CGI no, was, was terrible, oh, but was the bear nothing. was bear was good. Okay, I have to say this because fuck that movie, dude. That is right up there for me with fucking Babadook. Was it the Just ending? Fuck that movie in the ass. No, the whole fucking movie, the whole three hours. So you didn't like oh the bear. Oh my god. So you didn't like the I, bear. I hated every second of that movie. Yeah, but what about the period. bear? I don't know the bear. I don't fucking know the bear. The bear. The bear is terrifying. I don't remember. It's all bullshit. You gotta oh watch the bear again. No, no I'm not watching watch it. I can look at a fucking bear anytime, dude. I can watch fucking National Geographic and see Are you a bear. trying to tell me that you can't bear it? Uh 
fuck that movie so much and everybody who's in it. Even Natalie Portman? I hate Natalie Portman in the first place. So yeah, that movie did not help her cause. I like Natalie Portman. Well, you can like her. She sucks. I like it. You like shit just because I don't like it. No, that's not, you like shit just because I don't like it. No, I just don't like dumb shit. <laughs> I, I, and I don't like dumb shit either. Are yes, we trying? Are you trying oh my to? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you, you're like fucking Glenn. I don't like this. It sucks. Oh, it's the greatest thing in the world. No, oh my God, that is not what I'm doing. When I tell you that I like something, it's because I genuinely like it, and I'm not afraid to say so, and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> Fair. That's the truth. (laughs) That is the truth. I'm not afraid to let you know that you have terrible taste sometimes. Okay, moving on. (laughs) That's your, you know what? That is a matter of opinion that is held only by you. I know, I know. Um, The day the earth stood still. (laughs) Oh, what about the knowing? What about knowing? Oh, that's it. You know what? There's one shot in, that's, that's interesting. Wait, wait, knowing. Knowing is like, it's not, no, it's not the day the earth. No, it's, um. Well, it's with Nicholas Cage, Cage, and it has to do with uh, aliens, and it's not. No, it's I don't know. The, the oh. one shot in it where he sees the what is it? Is it a comet or whatever? With the, I don't, I don't remember. Well, he sees he sees the animals burning. I think that's knowing. Yeah, yeah, no, it is knowing, and that's why I can't watch it. That alone was just I can't deal, and I I've never watched it again. Oh, Ballad is saying the knowing is a solar flare. I thought it, but the fact that he knows is because of aliens or some shit. I like the Ballad knows the knowing. I yeah, I like that Ballad <laughs> knows about the knowing as well because I'm kind of I'm kind of impressed because I saw it one time on Redbox when it came out. <laughs> you know what's not a horror film but should be, and it's a space horror film. Well, first of all, what? Red Red Planet with Val Kilmer and Carrie Ann Moss is uh, is horror adjacent. Because okay. what happens? A lot of these, a lot of these space movies that don't necessarily have horror elements have horrifying situations in them, like an android turning on you, like an android dog turning on you. Um, Mission to Mars. I'd love to see the horror version of Mister Mission to Mars, which is actually quite a beautiful film, especially the ending. Um, yeah, that would be nice. That would be really nice. Okay. Um, I saw Gravity was brought up before, and that is a horrifying situation as well. Again, a lot of these situations, horrifying. What about, okay, what about this? Um, freaking, what's the name of the movie? With fucking uh, Ben Affleck, uh, uh, Bruce Willis, uh, Armageddon. Uh, Michael Bay. Armageddon, but when they touch down on the comet, they're aliens, and they got a fucking fight them off with the drill so everything that's happening but then add aliens to the plot yes 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 to chris by the way yes jason x does glenn do that um yeah jason x we talked about jason x at the beginning pete the andromeda strain um that was mentioned as well. I've never seen the Andromeda strain. I have not either. That's that's not that is on my list. We talked about someone brought up the invasion of the body snatchers, but I'm not sure if we spoke about this remake. The invasion the invasion with Nicole Kidman is We've... actually 
pretty good. Blue glossed over it. I do own it. I did like it. We did. But, we did talk about that. Yeah. I wasn't sure. My favorite though of all of them would have to be um, what was it? Um, was it Body Snatchers? Right, Abel Ferrer, nineteen ninety. Gabrielle. Amazon. Yeah, that one's. You know, I feel like it's a bit truncated. Like I feel like they jump great like swaths of plot to make it fit. like it feels like a lot was cut out of that film but it is a good it's it's a fun like film um so okay never mind it was a- aliens in the knowing they're called the whisper people i watch any okay. film depicting natural disasters yeah i mean total recall is a classic it's not horror but it's definitely just freaking great freaking oh yeah village of the damned we we got killer clowns pete we spoke about that village of the damned is really good, good. Um, with Mark Hamill was in that as well. Christopher Reeve, Mark Hamill. Yep. That could be, I mean, that's due for some sort of reimagining. I'd watch that. Right? Yeah. It's good. Why are you um, so... <laughs> The original is amazing. Yes, I I thought so. Man, everybody's talking about the Andromeda strain. I got to check this out. Oh, you have you have Sphere. Although that's not really horror. That's just you know, aliens under the water and whatnot. True. The Abyss. The Abyss, which is isn't it? The Abyss is somehow connected to Sphere. I don't know if it's because it's Michael Crichton or there's something that connects that to Sphere. I think. I'm not sure. Um, what about what about films that you would adapt into space horror from just space? Like? I don't know. Hmm. Brightburn... Brightburn is kind of like well, that. It's a, a flat-out horror film. So, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a horror film and it's a superhero film all at the same time. Yeah, Prometheus, true. Prometheus. Which is, you know, I, I watched it once in the theater. I never saw it again. Maybe I should revisit it. Obviously, we haven't spoken about Alien 3 or Alien Resurrection, which are both really phenomenal sequels that I love I greatly like i love them i love alien resurrection so much that's that's pretty much where i get off the train though what else is there i mean there's i mean i like alien versus predator i like alien i like them all but where i get off like where like i think they stop being like like masterpieces is after alien resurrection i think it's a really good example you know, yeah, that fair. French that French director is awesome. Uh, what's his yes. face? He I did Delicatessen. He did Micmax. He did City of Lost Children. Delicatessen, City of Lost Children. Yeah, Do you remember directly? Oh my god, no. Jean um, Jean Louis something. And he uses that guy. He uses that guy in. In every film, the guy who's in the wheelchair in Alien Resurrection, he survives at the end. He yeah, the, yeah. He's in everything. The Fourth Kind, I did not see The Fourth Kind. The Fourth Kind was cool. 
Um, the fourth, the fourth kind, and um, Fire in the Sky are a nice little double feature. I really want to. I have not seen Fire in the Sky in such a long time. Yes, um, Eduardo Sanchez's uh, segment in VHS two is pretty messed up. Ooh, Contamination 1980. Wow. Um, Invaders from Mars, the uh, Toby Hooper film, the remake from the 50s. That's a good one. That is really great with Nobody James Karen. Nobody ever talks about that either. Nobody. And you know what's funny? We talk about great remakes of the 80s. That is absolutely what happens to Lois Fletcher when she gets eaten by that two-legged thing? You know who designed those creatures, by the way, was um, nope. William Stout, for the production designer of Return of the Living Dead. Living Dead, yep. He designed those crazy mouth creatures, you know? Chris, I have that edition as well, somewhere on a hard drive. And they call it, I forget what they call it. But um, it was like, I remember when it came out, that was out on Vimeo. Really, really cool fan edit. <laughs> yeah, for God's sakes, does anybody have a penny? That's right. They need copper in order to fire the guns. They land They land at that hill. It's, it is, it's like nightmare fuel, especially for like a kid. Like that was scary. And then like at the end, you think that it's all over. And then it's just beginning all over again, you know, right? The day of the Triffids. Day of the Triffids. Um, Strange Invaders. I, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, I don't know about Strange Invaders, but the first film that I ever saw in the movie theater was Spaced Invaders. Oh, my God. Yeah. I saw it multiple times. What about Wham Bam? Thank you, Spaceman. No. Well, you should. Um, yes, it's a real movie. Life. Nobody was questioning whether it was a real movie or not. You've clearly been told that in the past, and that was a knee-jerk re reaction. <laughs> no, that was specifically for you. Um, life Force. That's the to That's the the vampire. The the alien vampires. Life Force. It's okay. I know it's like regarded as a classic. For yeah, it's okay. Would you count Arrival, the Charlie Sheen one? Oh, totally. Totally. And that one's freaky deaky. That kid at the end, you know, that his that kid and where he his legs bend back the other way and he like runs off. He's like, Go tell him. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know who directed that. No. Your boy Dennis. Who I can't pronounce his last name. Dennis. Blade Runner Dune guy. Really? That he yes. directed that movie? Yep. That's really crazy. Early, early him. Extraterrestrial. You talking about? Is that the Mickey Keating film? No, that's Pod. Maybe I'm thinking yeah. Pod. That's Mickey did a good job with that one. I like. Pod. Yeah, I like that I one that. as well. You know what I, I think? Is... Some funky little screening. So we were all just kind of in. Um, where the fuck was it? Somewhere way deep into the valley, and it was yeah. it was cold. And it was it was just it was a perfect atmosphere to see that movie and a lot of lot of jumps audience reacted well it was a good time you know um oh god what was I just about to say oh you know what I think his best film is Mickey Heaton's best film is 
definitely um, Darling, who really liked it. Really? Yeah, really liked it a lot. Love that actress. Love that film. She's also, she's in Jug, she's in Jug Face as well. She's in a bunch of stuff. She's in The Woman. Uh, Jack Ketchum's The Woman by Lucky McKee. Pollyanna McIntosh? No, she plays the daughter that gets knocked up by the dad. Which is never specifically said, but heavily insinuate. Like, you know that it's the dad, it's the father. It's so fucked up. That is that is a twisted film. And you know what's funny about that film, too? It's funny how, like, like people don't realize that's a feminist film. Like, it's very, very feminist film. And people are like, no, it's, like, misogynistic. Like, you got to watch it through a feminist perspective to, like, understand what that movie is doing it's a brilliant film the woman check that out lucky mckee's the woman uh based on jack ketchum's uh book or jack ketchum's characters maybe i don't know yes yeah that's good stuff it's good he did life force that's right um i did toby hooper directed dancing with myself music video that's crazy oh boy the x the x files fight for the future Okay. X-Files always comes to space horror. So Daniel disagrees. He says that David Twahi, or whatever this is, directed The Arrival. He also directed Pitch Black. It was not Dennis whatever. And we're talking about a different one? Let me check. You're talking about Charlie Sheen film. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I guess that was not directed by him. Let me double check. You double check that. Because I might have gotten the... Well, the title is right, and the director is right, but it uh-huh. may be... Um, the wrong one. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yes, indeedy. Yeah, it is. It's the wrong one. I'm talking about. Um, I'm. I'm talking about Charlie Sheen because yeah. that's the one that I think of. But it's the other one, Amy um, Adams. That I never saw. Oh, Arrival. Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner. That's because it doesn't have the in the title. It's just Arrival. Ooh. So yes. So I stand corrected. Actually, the aliens in Arrival are really great looking and really freaky, like really freaky. And it's not a horror film at all, but like the aliens are so scary and like like bizarre and like to use the adjective alien. They are so alien that like they're so non-human that it's just really freaky. True. The Puppet Masters, 1996. Oh, my God. Wow. There's something people don't oh. talk about. That's a good one. <laughs> what about Doll Man? <laughs> wow. 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 No. Doll Man. Poor Tim Thomerson. Fucking, fucking The Hidden with, uh, what's his face? Yes. Really yes. solid yes. alien film. Yes. Just excellent. I got to see that on the big screen. That played at my Alamo. That's I was so glad film. to see it. Yeah. Um, Check out The Hidden if you get a chance, guys. Really, It's really, really good. Kyle really McLaughlin. Good. Yeah, Kyle Mag- McLaughlin from uh, Twin Peaks is in it. Yeah. Um, just really, really solid alien film. That's a film that could be updated in a really cool way. I would want to see that. For sure. Um, by the way, we didn't touch on this, but I saw somebody mention... Cabin Fever, like Eli Roth's Cabin Fever in Outer Space. That would be an excellent sequel to do in Outer Space. I'd see that. A flesh-eating uh, virus uh, infects the International Space Station, 
and all the you know the all the different nations that are on the space station basically go to war in space uh to sort of uh quarantine themselves from those who may or may not have the flesh-eating bacterium boom make that movie i would watch it in two seconds would you count silent running as a horror film um Kind of on the fence on that one. Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence too. You know what's great? Um, I don't think it's a horror film, but it's really good alien film. Uh, the Big Nothing. It's kind of like a neo noir from the '90s, I think, um, or maybe it's from the early 2000s. It's from the early 2000s. It has what's his face in it? Um, John Favreau, I think, is in it. Stars in it. And there's like a suitcase. There's an alien guy. I don't that's know. the that's the sequel we need, Swingers. Yeah, in space. I'll watch that. All right, I guess we already have that. It's called Star Trek: The Original Series. Say, we already have that. It's called fucking Chris Pratt and that girl when they're on the the interstellar boat. Oh, um, passengers. Passengers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy really fucked her over. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. I remember. He really fucked her over, man. Um, let's talk about being self-centered. Uh, Daniel, Daniel repo says man. Repo Man. Of course, yeah, obviously, yeah. with the aliens and whatnot. We were talking about horror soundtracks. We forgot to mention Repo Man. I think somebody might have mentioned it in the comments, but the theme for Repo Man, the Iggy Pop track, freaking just so good. Dreamcatcher is totally space horror, and King said that when he made... Dreamcatcher, he wanted to do for the toilet what Jaws did for the water, and it did not freaking work. I like Dreamcatcher. See, that just now felt like you were just saying that. No, okay. I like it. Really well, like it? I liked it. I like you said you the hate King. I, I don't like King as a writer, but I'll watch movies from his stuff when they change it and they make it good and not suck. So, yeah. Mm. Um, it's definitely I it. space. I, well, here's the thing. Let, let me explain now. Yeah. I like the first half. Once the aliens come in, that movie takes a fucking dive. But that first half is creepy and unsettling and good. I don't even remember. The, I I don't even remember. The, he calls it the shit weasels. I just thought it was like a like a shit caterpillar or something. I don't know. I'm not really. I, I wasn't really sure what the hell I was seeing. Um. Obviously, Predator. We've spoken about Predators. Okay, Predators is a straight-up space horror film. They're on another planet. They're being hunted. They're on the. They're on like a hunting. They're like on a homeworld of the Predators. It's great. That is a phenomenal space horror film. Yeah, yeah. Truly, like my favorite of the series, personal favorite. And I talked about how much I love Predator too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. There's that. I don't remember much about it, but what about Night Flyers? With a vampire? Was that one? no, not no, the space one. It had um Night Michael Craig from uh, Robin and Sherwood and Catherine Mary Stewart Masterson, which whichever one was it, the long dark hair. I I never saw it. Catherine Mary it. Stewart. It's Catherine Mary Stewart because Mary Stewart Masterson was the one with the short blonde hair. 
Um, yeah, it's like it's a space horror written by um, what's his fucking face that doesn't know how to write a book. Thank you, Ballad. Um, Thank you, Ballad. Game of Thrones, dude. Which one? The writer. I forget his name right now. I there were two the, writers. The writer. The, no, there's only one writer. Oh, jo- George R. R. Martin. Joe. George that R. R. Martin. Yeah. Night Flyers. He wrote the book. They made a series a couple of years ago. I have um, never seen see either, either Amityville. I've never Wait, seen Amity- I've never seen Amityville series at all. It is on my list. Never watched it. Never interested. We, t- we talked about this. I'm not ha- haunted shit. Doesn't I'm just not interested. Ghosts don't care. Never saw it. Did you? Of course I did. So what do you like better? That's you like Amityville? Um, I have to watch. Okay, I like them both. Yeah. You know what was you know what was scary to me though? What? Neither of those, but the actual thirty minute in search of about the Amityville horror scared the shit out of me. Really? Leonard Nimoy talking about it for thirty minutes was scarier than two fucking movies. <laughs> That the seek the remake had Ryan Reynolds in it, right? Yeah. In the in the role yeah. of uh, what's his face, Christopherson, no. whoever it was. No, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Sorry. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just never, just did not, ever, like, rub me in that kind of way. There was another film. God. I was trying to remember. There was a film I was just about to say. Daniel knows what's up. Which one? I'm trying to remember. It was a. It was an alien film. It was one that we have not discussed. I was. Ta- I, you know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about how you would put Scream on a on a space station, and that made me think of something else. Yeah, I'm with you, Josh. I just can't get into. I can't get into ghost stuff for the most part. It just doesn't. Amityville isn't ghost stuff. It's not ghost mm, stuff. Haunted house. No, demon possession, not haunted house. Yeah, it's a possession film, not a ghost film. Ghost movies kind of suck. That's why Thirteen Ghosts is so cool because they did something different. I love the Thirteen Ghosts film. I, I like the Lester Hall House never did it for me. I mean, I, it's a good film, but it's just like, uh, no, Amityville is not a. It's not a. It's not a ghost story, haunted house kind of thing. It's a demon possession. I'll get to it. One of these 31 days of Halloween, I'll, I'll make that the theme. You know, there are actually 300 other days that you can watch horror movies on. I do. Listen, and I do. I just take off like the month of November. I kind of go light because I go so hard on in October, you know. I just got to, you know, catch up. I like, listen, I'm just, I watch just as much TV as I do films, and I like to catch up on series and stuff. I take a break. It's nice to jump back into series. I'll tell you, there's a new Showtime series that looks absolutely phenomenal. It's called Yellow Jackets, and it's about uh, it's about a girls' soccer team that crash lands in like this the snowy mountains, and it turns into Lord of the Flies with cannibalism. And then it flat it fast forwards. It's got Juliette Lewis, Christina Ricci, and some other actresses. So it's kind of like now and then with alive wow okay. yeah with lord of the flies i don't know if that ticks your boxes but for me it like I'm oh, curious. check that out yeah 
I'll watch people eat each other. And I'll tell you something. Showtime knows how to do horror. They're so good at... Oh, Chris is amusing himself with his yeah, jokes. Yeah, I just, I almost said I'll watch, I'll watch. Um, wait, who's in it again? Christina Ricci. Yeah, I was gonna say like I'll watch Julian Lewis and Christina Ricci eat, eat each other. <laughs> that actually was pretty funny. I all right, I'll get. All right, all. I'll give. I will give it to you because that legitimately was funny. That was not some corny joke that you were amusing yourself with. That was pretty good. Oh, it's pretty good. I'll be here all week. Thank you. He'll be here all week. Um, yeah, I've heard about the new film called Skulls, the new Predator film. I love that it's called Skulls. I have not seen Last Night in Soho yet. I'm really excited to see it. Yeah, I'm down for that. I've heard so many good things from uh, Edgar Wright. Um, scariest Personally, thing. Personally, like on the phone? Sit, wait, what? No, I said personally, like on the phone. You no. heard so many good things from Edgar Wright. No, I wish. That would be awesome. I'd love to talk to him on the phone. He's great, man. He's great on all the podcasts that I watch. Thank you, Pete. Thank you for the support. Pair character yes. exagger exaggeratedly stretching his arm forward to offer a cup of coffee. I like it. Yeah. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. Um, well, Predator 2, the Predator recently filmed. I think I'm at the bottom of the barrel with these with these alien films. Do you have anything? Yeah, I don't. I think we, we went through them all. We really did. We, we managed. We talked about the good ones. We managed in 90 minutes to talk about every single alien film that ever existed in the history of well, cinema, I think of. that and we, we could think we've, of. We've discussed. We've discovered a very important thing. What? that Jeff doesn't know what the fuck split second is. Oh please, vlog. Oh man, split splice. Second, right? Splice Thank was you. good. Splice was good. I I don't understand. Did she splice? I didn't see splice. Splice is good. Splice or whatever. I didn't see it. Splice it looked is great. Like I mean, not a judgment. It just it kind of looked like like species knockoff. It was a bit. It's it. There's some definitely some connective tissue to species. Uh, Antlers is has been on my list for so long. Right. I can't wait to see Antlers. It looks you know terrifying. What, you know what Antlers has been for me? The new trick or treat. It's coming, really? it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's what it was like with trick or treat. You're you're so yeah. right. For fucking two, two fucking years, years man. Shit. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're totally right about that. Um, I definitely want to see Antlers, though. Real bad. Yeah, I'm um, down for that. We did a they whole discussion about Army of the Dead on this channel, Ballad. Check it out. It was, I was defending Zack Snyder, and my friend Bob was eviscerating him, and we had a good time doing it. I, I enjoyed that movie very much. Army of the Dead? Yeah, it's, it's fun. I needed any fucking zombies, you know? It was know fun. People, fucking want. I mean, people just like to hate Zack Snyder. The, on, this, on this, I agree. I do not understand why people hate on Zack Snyder so much. They give this guy so much shit. He's made so many fucking interesting blockbuster, popcorn, epic fantasy films that totally capture you. 300 is frigging great. The Dawn mm -hmm. of the Dead remake is great. 
Watchmen is a masterpiece. Yeah, I enjoyed I Man of Steel. I don't mind Batman versus Superman. Like I like. What is the problem? Like honestly, what is the problem? The dude entertains in a big way. He's well, like, it's just, it's like how they like to hate Michael Bay. Same reasons. It's I just this will need never to hate understand that people. either. It's just I, this need to hate certain people because they're overtly commercial. I love that you love Michael Bay. That makes me really yeah. happy. I, I, I pay my 15 bucks. I get what I expect to get. I get a club, be it a strip club or a regular club. I get explosions. I'm entertained for two and a half fucking hours. I get those low angle yeah. arrow shots yeah. where they fall and they have to rise up with the spinning I- tracking shot. You know what you're getting, and you're entertained, and it's fun. And you want to know something else, and you want to know something else. People are like, about Michael Bay, they're like, oh, well, let's see him do some, he has no range. He just does these crazy, and it's like, oh, why don't you go watch his comedy? It's called Pain and Motherfucking Gain, and it's one yeah. of his best films. Yep, I agree. You know, like, and not only that, but bottom line, does he have to? That's like no. saying, well, Martin Scorsese has no range because he only does gangster movies. You're right. He or has Wes nothing Craven has no range because he only did has horror. nothing to prove. He does great. That he, he entertains the shit out of us. Friggin', um, exactly. what's it called? Armageddon. Great film. Friggin', yeah. um, oh no, he didn't do Armageddon. That was somebody else. Uh, no, he different did director. Armageddon. Different. Nope. Pretty sure it's not. Did not do Armageddon. He did The Rock. But he did not do he Armageddon. Did Armageddon. He did. Are we, he are we willing to bet on that? I don't need to. No, I don't know, man. I generally, I okay, wish I, 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 I don't know. I'm not claiming to know. <laughs> if I knew, if I was certain of it, I would take that bet. I'm not certain. I'm really not. Well, that's not what I think. Is. I think that it, it's a different That director. is a Michael I'm not Bay sure. film. That is a Michael it is Bay a Michael film. Bay film. All right. Yes. So. And The Rock. The Rock is, I know, but I wasn't sure about... Um, yes, it is. Nobody does that like Michael Bay. It really feels like a Michael Bay film. Like, well, for sure. There's one, you know? He did Bad Boys, yep. uh, beginning, The Rock, Bad Boys 2, which was just Bad Boys, but now I, you know, I got a gajillion fucking dollars. That's so a great double feature. A lot bigger. Right. You know, that's a great double feature is Armageddon Twitch. and The Rock. That, that's just yeah. like a, you can't lose with Armageddon and The Rock. Like, you're just going to have a great fucking time. Absolutely. You have a great, oh, you know what I'm thinking of? I always thought that Con Air was the was directed by Michael Bay. Okay. That's the movie. Simon West. Right, but it's Simon very, West. very, it's very well, much it's like a Michael, a Michael Bay, Bay film. film. Well, it's like Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah. Or Spielberg. They have right. a very specific look, and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter whether they're directing it or not. Mm-hmm. It's got their fingerprints all over it. You're right. Yeah, that was Simon West in Con Air. I, I, but that's the one I was unsure of. You're right. It was Armageddon was Michael Bay. Con Air, for a long time, I thought Con Air was a Michael Bay film. And then one day I looked up the IMDb. I was like, what? That's not Michael Bay? It's so Michael Bay, it kills me. And it's not, did yeah. he produce it? Maybe he yes, produced he did. it. No, oh, he yeah, did of course it. he did. Yeah. I mean, so there you go. His whole era. That it's, explains it. Con Air it. is fucking great. John Cusack. Oh my God! I and mean, the only time you've seen, um, oh my God, I'm blanking right now. Help me, John Malkovich. Yeah, John yeah, Malkovich. Just sigh, Manly. Anara. <laughs> oh, let me tell oh you something. God. You know, 
we we always talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger. We talk about Bruce Willis. We talk about uh, Sylvester Stallone as being the greatest action stars and blah, blah, blah. But nobody ever seems to dwell on the fact that Nicolas Cage starred in three of the biggest, bestest action films of the 90s, man. You fair, cannot fair, deny fair. fucking Face Off, followed by The Rock, followed by Con Air. What a triple threat that is. No, that is true. That is true. You know what hey, I'm saying? No, I agree with you. I absolutely yeah. agree with you. I was going to say this earlier when we were on that little bit of a tangent yeah. on Jaws. Yeah. You know who wrote the Indianapolis speech? I, I do. I do. It was a combination of um, what's his face, the actor who plays Quint, and yeah, he he did the pass at the end, mostly editing. Right. They. Um, they I forget who else was. I forget who else was a part of that, but it was a bunch of them. It was it was Quint. Somebody sorta... wrote the initial draft. Right. And I can't remember who. I think it was it was in the um, the original uh, Glib draft, or how are you say his name? Right. The writer who was yeah on. Peter Glib Peter Glib um but who the one who gave it the mean the one who made it fucking awesome was was John the, Milius really yeah and then um basically it was like five pages long they need to shrink it down and so on set our boy took it and just sort of and, and you know what's crazy and you know what's crazy he See, did yeah, that he did that twice. He did it twice. He did it stinking drunk, and Spielberg was a little upset, and so he begged Spielberg. He goes, please, please, let me do it one more time. Robert Shaw is yeah. his name. Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw goes, please, let me take this one more time. He does it bone sober, like the next day or whatever, and he had gotten into a whole thing with, um, uh, what's his fucking name? He played Matt Hooper. Um, uh Fucking actor, Richard, Richard Dreyfus. He got into a whole thing with Richard Dreyfus as well, but yeah. um, he uh, he nailed it that second time. And they say, along with Rutger Hauer in in Blade Runner, that I mean, those are two of the greatest monologues of all time. It is. So you know what? So you know what? Wait, who's who picks next week? I do, right? You do. Yes. So you know we're you know what we're talking uh, sharks or aquatic horror? Neither. Okay. Who did I just bring up? Milius. Uh, yeah. Who are we? What are we talking? What Millie? What's Milius's fucking? Come on. Next week is Conan. Oh right, yeah, he did Conan. I was thinking that because he's the guy who 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 did profit sharing with them, right? Yeah, they all did. Yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. He's I didn't know that he was kind of made out because his movie didn't do well. I got to tell you, though, uh, it kind of blows my mind that I didn't know that he was part of that. You were the one who told me about that. Yeah. And it watch, kind of. Watch the documentary. Watch Milius. Yeah. It's on Amazon Prime. It's fucking great. Okay. I will. I'll Gilbert check shows up and talks on it. I mean, it's. Watch it. Okay. So next week we'll do Conan. Yes. Fine. It shall we, be done. We, we were going to do a horror palette pleasing Conan. Well, we also have to do a Scorsese episode, too, at some point. Yep, I know. We have we have requests for that. We have requests. Look, see, Daniel knows what's up. I am down for that. Fucking A, dude. It's going to be it's going to be good. Um, yeah, dude, you can't go wrong with Nicolas Cage with a cage binge. It's just the best. It's the I best. Agree. I agree. Oh, hey, we didn't even talk about the National Treasures. Yep. 
love. I mean, we could just do a whole cage Donna episode 60 too. Sixty seconds. Yeah, we can actually. Um. All right. Let's let's wrap things up. We will yeah. be back next week. Um. Chris has picked his topic. He wants to do Conan. He's wanted to do that since the beginning. I have homework to yes, you do. do, and I I promise that I would do this prepared. homework. So I will do it. If that if if this is the episode, then this is the episode. We shall talk about it. Um. So we have a wonderful way of saying goodbye on the show. We say, what do we say? Yes. Peace and hair grease. Peace and hair grease, everybody. Make sure to like, share, subscribe. We'll see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.